Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now, some of you listening have been in touch with us about customer service departments at different organisations and how they're behaving during the pandemic. And uh, Anne-Marie, our producer, it joins me from next door, socially distanced and all that stuff. Um, I feel in the context of recent controversies, it's important that we point that out. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, often, as often as possible. We've been in two separate rooms for how long? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. We no barely doubt. meet on the corridor. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. It that's is, true. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. We do our best. We're doing our very best in here, in fairness. Um, And also, um, a good friend of the show, Dermot Jewell from the Consumers Association, is on the line. He's definitely socially distanced. He's in another county. He certainly is. Good morning. Good morning, Dermot. Um, How are you doing? So, listen, Emery, first of all, what kind of issues are being raised by listeners here on the show um, with us about customer service departments of companies? Yeah, we've got some calls from time to time, but the two of the more recent ones we got last week, one listener says that a delivery they're waiting on online it was to take no more than seven days from a company and two weeks later the item hasn't arrived and the customer service department are just not responding to this person's follow-up emails and it's a reputable company so this listener is quite surprised at it and is wondering how to deal with it and another listener says and this sounds horrendous to be honest he's been dealing with two companies one major phone company and the other one a leading health insurance provider and he says both are ignoring requests by phone or by email and aren't resolving the issues for him and he says he's dealing with the phone company wait till you hear this going back as far as last March. Um, He's lost work, uh, obviously, during the pandemic. It it has hit him hard too as well. He wants to negotiate the package that he's currently on. He's taking on the advice that's always given out about shopping around and getting the best package to suit you. But he says since last, last March, he hasn't been able to get through to the phone company. Um, And also, he says his health insurance provider, he's on hold for eternity any time he tries to get through to them. He was 16 minutes last Thursday, 23 minutes on Wednesday, another day. He was on press this, he says, press that, and press this button if you want to get a call back. But guess what? The call back never happens. So I suppose the question is, during the lockdown and these restrictions and I suppose the what he's experiencing that he wouldn't normally have experienced from these companies. The same with this lady and her package that hasn't arrived two weeks later and normally there wouldn't be a problem. There's obviously issues. What are you supposed to do now when you're trying to deal with these companies and you can't get through? Yeah, yeah. Dermot, Joe, well you've heard there what Marie's getting from listeners. What do you make of it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I've heard very similar stories um, and it's not one bit helpful. I more than understand and I certainly understand the frustration that the average individual is going through. Um, which I've, I've been through it myself. But the difficulty is, um, I suppose, a small bit of background. Whilst we, and, and you're working away there and most people are working from home, they're required to work from home, um, that is the same for quite a, a number of these organisations in the sense that their staff, they're not where they would normally be. They're working from home um, as, as customer service agents. 
and there's a problem there that clearly is not being addressed by the by the, the main companies, particularly when we hear that they are, you know, leading companies in, in the provision of services in health insurance and it, it, we we're getting it an awful lot. So, so, so what is the pro- what is the essential problem then? The essential problem is that they're not putting the resources in. People are either ill, they're missing, they're not working at the same level of of of, of hours, um, and it's it's not being managed appropriately. But when I say it's not being managed appropriately, I'm not saying it's possible to to do it, achieve a magic wand element and suddenly hire people because if people are ill or if people are struggling in one form or another, it's very hard to replace them, and that's a that's a part of the problem. But it's only a part of the problem. A, a big degree of one of the issues that is is that most people are being pushed away from the phone to go online. Now, it's it's not all negative because if you're able to go online and you're capable of, you know, engaging online, you can actually hold a, a chat if you want to call it that, and it, you can you can type a conversation between you and a lot of customer yeah, services. I, mean, I, uh, I, I get the same thing every single year with uh, my home insurer. Uh, yes. Every year is the same. They send out a quote, which you know they consider reasonable, and I consider outrageous. Um, I don't go online because I find that when I go online, there's virtually no discretion at all. So I will set aside a block of time. I try and pick a quiet time, and I I make the call. And this is well before COVID. Now I yes. end up on on hold forever. Ever and 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 ever. So I go off and do other things and I have the phone on speaker and eventually somebody answers and then I get into it. And it's the same every year. Every year I have to roar and shout and gesticulate and scream and give out and complain and demand to speak to the person who's supervising and it goes back and forth and back and forth. Loads of, I can't help you, sir. Yes, oh yes, sir. Sir, please calm down, sir. All the usual stuff that they will say. Of course. Until eventually, right at the very end of it, they give me a discount. Every single year, it's the same. Yeah, it's disgraceful. It's, it, it's, a, it's a very bad system. Most of the systems are not up to a standard. There is no standard. Um, and that's one of the problems. And that was why it was good to see that, for example, um, the Department of, of, of Business, Enterprise and Innovation got involved with two main providers um, from telecom companies saying to them, you've got to do something. The problem is, though, and, and I couldn't agree with you more, I've been engaging with this kind of conversation for just 25 years now, um, and nothing has improved. It has improved but it hasn't become a quality standard. And that's what we pay for. So that's why it, we, we kind of accepted that regulators were there to regulate and they would put some manners on these companies. And they have tried and they find them and they've done a variety of things. What really, really needs to happen in Ireland are two things. One, we have got to bring about into law the ability um, to take what's known as collective redress. In other words, simply put, a body such as the Consumers Association, for example, can take one case where a great number of people are affected by the same problem and you can take one case against the company to have it ruled upon and to have the key word compensation made available to those who put up with this 
ridiculous situation month after month, year after year, not getting what they're paying for. Because every single time you, you, you're you offered something for sale, doesn't matter what it is, service or a good or a product, you're told it's backed up with the best of quality, a service, customer service, and you'll never look back. You'll be happy for the day yeah. as long. Right. And it's quite, it's, you know, it's misleading. Yeah, yeah. we're chatting to Dermot Jewell from the Consumers Association and, uh, and Marie as well. And isn't it true, Anne-Marie, that you know, long before COVID, we would have got this sort of thing from listeners and they'd be telling you that they'd be waiting on the line for 25 minutes, you know, on, on average. Yeah, that was a thing yeah. anyway. And before COVID, I myself, it was last November and it headed into, I think, November, December, January. Yeah, it was March, just before the lockdown. That Thankfully, it was resolved myself with a, a phone company. And I was getting caught between two companies and, you know... It ended up that I had to go to the regulator about it. But I went on and on, email after email. I went to the regulator. I went back to them. And I decided, you know what? Screw this. I'm sticking my feet in here and I'm going to go with this all the way to see what happens at the end. What did I get at the very end of four months? €20 compensation to pay for one of my bills. Cost you more than the phone Sure, And I went on emails. but And one of the issues I had as well was one of the companies... It was all web chat, as you were mentioning there a minute ago. Now, that's grand. I have internet. Some people in County Limerick don't, but I have internet and it works. Even with internet that worked, I got cut off so many times by this company and I had to start from scratch again and go through the whole process again. And then they didn't seem to know basic English. Like, for example, if I was saying to you, I want to get five pink lollipops. They'd say, well, we don't have lollipops, but we have oranges. And I'd say, well, I don't want oranges, but we'll give you an apple instead. It was this kind of, it was this kind of crap that, you know, I was like, well, I don't want an apple either. I want a lollipop and it has to be pink. You know, it was this kind of crap going on. And what I did was I took screenshots of the web chat and only for that, uh, that saved me because I had all the proof of what went on online. And the other thing is that I know people will say it's a good idea uh, if you feel you're running into problems to start CCing the regulator on the emails and that can wake them up a small bit. It can do. It, 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 it helps a lot. The only problem is the regulator needs quite a degree of, 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 of information. Um, and again, very often... The people don't have the capacity to send the message to the to the regulator because their system is down. It's not working, um, and it just gets worse and worse. Um, and I really, really do feel for people because, as I say, the regulators have taken action. They think some of them have imposed enormous fines, but it doesn't work. It's got to go back to the basics, which is you are providing a service for X number of people. Clearly. You cannot meet the demand that's there. You must invest. Yeah. And if you don't, we'll but, find you more. But is, is it more than that, though? I mean, is there a law of averages at work here by a lot of these companies where they know, you know, Anne-Marie was very persistent. I have set some time and, and I'm very persistent. I keep after it and keep after yeah. it and keep after it. But on the law of averages, a lot of people can't or won't. Therefore, when they send out their quote, for example, for insurance, most people just give up and pay it, even though... In your heart of hearts, you know that if you shout and roar enough, you'll get a discount. 
you're entirely right because that's been the problem with insurance for so long that where everybody, including me, for years has said you get a renewal notice in plenty of time so you can go out there and shop around. And most importantly, if you want to get back onto your your provider and then engage with them, most of the time you can't get in touch with them. It's going to take you at exactly as as, as Amory has outlined there hours, days, and sometimes weeks, and you run out of time, your renewal is due, and you just go, I give up, I have to have insurance, so I'll just renew the flaming thing. And it's really bad, and I really understand it. And I have to say, for a classic example, I, I have my telephone that I was speaking on, I have a problem with it charging. It won't charge, Not it's very difficult. So I got on to change the phone. Now, again, it took 25 minutes the first time. I gave up. I went back and I tried it again. And the third attempt, I finally got to speak to some gentleman who was very helpful. I'm convinced he was in a far-off distant land. But nevertheless, we discussed replacing the phone. Paul had to go through all the provisions of contract, everything that would be there. And at the very end of the conversation, literally at the very end, he said to me, of course, we don't have that model in stock at the moment. Oh, no. You know, it is absolutely oh, no. ludicrous, the quality oh, of no. customer service. Well, it's appalling. Well, look, I mean, Anne-Marie is reminding me here, it's not just about my problems, and there was a listener at the heart of this uh, at some point. So um, what does this fella do then, the listener, about the companies not getting back to him? I mean, does he just spend months following it, as Anne-Marie did? Does he go straight to the regulator? What? I suggest, first of all, always the first thing is try to get in touch with somebody anywhere in sales. Sales will always pick up the phone to you. Not, not all the time, <laughs> but most of the time. So that's the thing to do. Is say, I have good a one, problem. good one, good one. Yes. <laughs> um, and after that, tell the person in sales that you're just about to get in touch with the regulator because customer service won't come back to you, won't answer you, and you're sick and tired of it. And usually, not all the time, but usually, somebody will start to take um, some responsibility. But always notify the regulator because it's the only way that we're going to try to put a stop to this. Everybody needs details and statistics of what's happening and when and how bad the service is. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you know, I think most people listening this morning understand that, you know, every company is under strain and under pressure. And I think people are in COVID times giving people a longer lead in time. But there's a limit to that um, as well. And I have to ask you one other thing, you know, again, since I'm in rant mode, I, I can't understand... <laughs> My TV provider, right? I yeah. get these things in the post, you know, these flyers, you know, this wonderful six-month deal for quarter price. Uh, da, 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 da. And I go, great, fantastic. I'll just give them a buzz and I'll, I'll get my next six months. Work. And then it goes down there, uh, except for existing customers. That drives yeah. me <laughs> mental. <laughs> I mean, is that allowed even? It, it is allowed, unfortunately. Um, that's the point that's been made for years again. There is no such thing as loyalty. We're just numbers. Everything looks wonderful. And they'll say to you, dear Joe, we love having you. Hopefully you'll renew. And then you ring up and you go, Joe, Joe who? No, no, no. Your account number X and no, you're, you've been with us for years. That's only for new people. And you go, well, can I, again, here we go again. Can I have some form of a discount having been a loyal customer? Uh, not sure about that. It's just bad. It's the way business is done. But I, I honestly will suggest it's not good business because the, the only way to keep a customer loyal is to, is to offer them what everybody else is being offered. If it's a reduction, pass it on. Make it work. 
Um, it's again, it's another job or work to be done, but it's legal, and they've been doing it for years. I know, and well, I have a circle anyway um, around the diary for the 29th of December, uh, a technical working day, but always a good time to get on to these people because they have to have someone there, and there aren't that many doing it on the 29th of December. And I'll block off three hours and I'll have my row. <laughs> um, and and in fairness, like I guess uh, you know my blood pressure goes through the roof. <laughs> I'm sure my GP wouldn't recommend it, uh, but eventually you do get a. a a deal from them, but my, oh my, does it take. I mean, it's mad stuff, Dermot. It's mad stuff. I know, Joe. It's mad I stuff. Know. It's been a bad enough year now, Dermot, without me having to do that on the 29th of December. But I, I'll have to, and I will. I'll Listen. be thinking of you, Joe, I promise. <laughs> you, will not, you will not. You will not be thinking of me on the 29th of December. Go away out of that. <laughs> Listen, great to chat to you. Th- thanks for the you. advice. I hope that helps the, the listener, if not me, anyway. Oh. <laughs> thank you, All thank you. Best, good, good. That's Dermot Jewell there from the Consumers Association, a good friend of the show, um, and uh, and Anne Marie. And I'll, I'll take a break now, a few deep breaths, and that might, <laughs> that might help a bit. Call Limerick today now on forty six nineteen ninety five.